0: Hey guys, this is Alex Thankful, and this is the final whistle.
1: Kia ora, now my hockey, me, ki, t, rugby connection presents the final whistle. Kota, matao, manahiri, iwi, aki, niko, alec, T tiwatu, apango, maori. There you go. How is that? Right,
0: that's not. That's pretty good eh? it. Pretty good. Maldi's a pretty, um, Māori's a pretty tough language to pronounce. To be fair, if you don't really know, so no, nah, pretty good. I understand hardly any of it, but that's <laughs> oh. <laughs> good, good work. I don't actually know any Maldi really, just the the grossy basic oh. uh, greeting. No, it was impressive. Oh, impressive. I couldn't do that.
1: I proper studied it because I was like, I'm gonna show off for the for for <laughs> a guest. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's awesome, mate. Thanks for having me on. It's all good. Um, for those that didn't know what I said, I said hello and welcome to The Rugby Connection presents The Final Whistle. This week's guest, Maori All Black Superstar and Chiefs Rising Star, Alex Nankerville. Alex, thank you for coming on.
0: No worries, mate. It's good to, good to have you on with, you.
1: Yeah, it's going to be an absolute blast. I mean, you've got so many fan questions coming in, so big old popular guest.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised. I'm surprised, but it's cool. It's very cool.
1: Start nice and easy. We asked all our guests this. What actually got you into rugby in the first place?
0: Um, well, as you probably know, being a, um, being a Kiwi mate, like um, rugby's massive in New Zealand, um, like a massive rugby culture and people live and breathe it here. Um, but it was actually my old man. He he pretty much got me into it when I was... Oh, my parents, sorry, when I was five years old. So I picked up rugby ball probably earlier, but I started playing... Um, when I was five years old, down in Karschurch, there yeah, at Karschurch Rugby Football Club, um, and then just loved it. I've always loved sport. I did a lot of different stuff when I was younger, so um, if it wasn't for my parents, I probably would, would be doing something else, but, um, yeah.
1: No, that's, that's fair enough, I think. Kind of similar. My my dad was a big rugby guy, and there was only ever rugby on the, in the house. I've never seen my dad actually watch any other sport. Yeah, yeah.
0: So. It's a bit, a bit similar, to be fair.
1: Somewhere yeah. yeah. I feel like I was born in the wrong country though, because I, I would happily live and breathe rugby, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, whereabouts
0: are you, Scotland? There, eh? Scotland, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it, is it not the same over there, is
1: it? Um, no, it's it's, it's it is popular, but for some reason, football or yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, you call it football, not soccer, yeah, football yeah. over here is. Very popular, which I'm very confused with because I always thought that the national sport is based on success. Yeah. So by that logic, it should be tennis that we're good at. Nothing else. (laughs) Andy Murray. Andy Murray, yeah. Yeah,
0: (laughs) Um, I don't agree, but yeah. Say that again, Alex? I would have to agree with you. Like, um, the sport that would be most successful... In your country, or yeah, competing internationally, yeah,
1: yeah. But football's the most popular, and we're not even—we're nowhere near good at football, so i, I don't know, oh don't know God. how it worked. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a question from the black jersey asking how's the toe, and they explained that they met you in a training session once, and the fullback stood on you.
0: Yeah, I've—I've I've met um, the boy that runs that page. I can't remember his name, but he's um—he's a—he's a bloody good man. He come to our captain's run um, it was before we played the Brumbies and um, I was limping around Captain's Run because I got this—I had a massive, uh, what uh, you already call it a bruise under my toenail, like a hematoma under my toenail. Um, one of the uh junior boys, like the under twenties boys, they come in and train with us full time. He ran ran a sled into my toe in the gym on the on our Thursday before um before training. So he did it in the gym in the morning, and it just swelled up over the next few days, and uh. I'd got it drained a couple of times. I got it drained before the game and that just made a massive difference. So I just released all the pressure. So it's actually, I'm looking at it now. It's not looking too flash. It's about to fall off, but now the toe's good.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. It's funny you ask, because I was like, I've been speaking to him back and forth the past few weeks. and yeah. I was like, oh, I've got Alex coming on. Do you want to ask him any questions? And he's like, yeah, ask him his toe is. I was like, I hope you understand what that means, because that's such a very specific Question. Yeah, yeah, luckily. Yeah. luckily yeah. But glad to know that's all good. <laughs> Thanks, mate. <laughs> um, obviously, you have represented the Maori All Blacks before. What is it like to pull on such a cultural, important jersey? Um, so it's probably a little bit different for me
0: because I didn't find out my um till just recently, so that's like pretty much where you come from, like where your family's from. Um, and in Māori culture, they've got like um, marais and then it goes to like sub-tribes and then um, then the big iwi, which is kind of like, how would you break it down? Like a city, suburb, and then like the house you live in or the community house. Um, so I did not find that out till a few years ago. So for me, I kind of, we didn't have that same feeling growing up as like, my dad always identified as Māori, but we didn't necessarily know so for me, it wasn't necessarily like um, one of those real um, things I was passionate about doing when I um, like grew up to be um, a rugby player. Like it was always the All Blacks for me, but then actually learning about where you come from, like it's pretty, it's pretty special. Um, and we talk about it in camp. It's like uh, it's like you pulling on a uh, superhero cape. It's kind of like the kind of analogy they used to. I don't know make people understand what it would be like, but um, whenever you, whenever you, I played for them, it's just you've just got no fear. Or you just go out there, um, you just play with confidence, and you never have any doubt in your mind, like of your team's ability, or that you're going to lose, or that you can't win the game. And um, it's pretty, it's pretty um, cool and surreal feeling.
1: Yeah, no, I mean I've always seen that as as very special and. I like to think that every Maori All Black can be an All Black, but not every All Black can be a Maori All Black.
0: Yeah, potentially, if you took away the um, where you come from part of it, potentially, like as I guess they they talk about mana, which is like it's like a respect thing. So there's um, I guess I guess you got to have that to be in as well as being like you, you obviously got to be Maori in the first place, but um yeah, I probably haven't played enough games and spent enough time in the environment to talk about that, but yeah.
1: No, that's fair. M- more more caps to come then, fingers crossed. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, yeah. Hopefully. I did I did want to do the Maori introduction as well, just because there's like a very small percentage of my heritage that's Maori because of oh, cool. the I don't know if you studied it, the Highland clear- clearances. So Like way back, God knows how long, like three, four hundred years ago, all the clans in Scotland, or majority of them, got shunted out from the Highlands of Scotland, and they emigrated to Australia, New Zealand, America, and essentially if they married into Maori and have children, that's how it's done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I got told that at school and my teacher was very convincing, so I've, I've never proper looked into it, but I believe her.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's quite interesting. Yeah. that is quite interesting. Well, the the main reason I found out my fucker pop was because I did a um I did actually did a DNA test. And it wasn't like it wasn't one to um check with my parents or my parents. It was more just to find out I heard that because it does your genealogy and um it pretty much just compares your DNA strand to thousands of different strands that have taken. Um and apparently it's ninety nine percent accurate. Um, so that's how we ended up finding my my dad's family because he was adopted, uh, which is pretty pretty special. Um, but I did that, and um, you should do one of those. You'd probably find out quite a lot that you didn't knew know. Because um, I'm I'm fifty three percent Scottish though, that I reckon. Ah, oh, nice.
1: We're related. <laughs> probably some somewhere down the line. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think I'm. Um, the way I see it, because I've never looked into it. I think I'm 50% Scottish. My grand's German, so that's like 25%. And then there's a 25% of whatever. Maori's yeah, in there yeah. something that small, 25% somewhere. Oh, cool. So, cool. Probably going to be weird, although it's going to be like, probably like Maori, Asian, Indian yeah, or yeah. something. I don't know. I don't know where It's going to come up something totally <laughs> daft. It'll catch yeah, me yeah. off guard, but... Who knows? Yeah. Um we've actually got another fan question. It's from Sammy Joe Johnson asking, I'm get like, are you hoping to play for the All Blacks?
0: Yeah, obviously, um that's like my dream um to play for the All Blacks and um uh yeah, hundred percent. I I I'm in a bit of a tough yeah, sorry. I'm in a bit of a tough position. Um with the Chiefs. Obviously I play with, with um Quinn and Antonina Brown, Quinn's Supply, and in Tottenham and Brown, so um, I guess for me like there was opportunity to go to other teams or go overseas um, after this year, but I want to stay, I'm going to stay next year have another year with the Chiefs um, to pursue that dream and then just leave with no regret, I guess and um, hopefully competing against uh, two of the best midfielders in the world, that's only just going to make me better, Um, so hoping it does and then if I can kind of get some sort of role within them and some sort of rotation or a few cameos off the bench that I can kind of keep pushing my case to be in that team. But obviously, the depth there that, like in the All Blacks, is pretty unreal And the depth of midfielders and New Zealanders. Um, you probably w- wouldn't really find that in many other places in the world. So um, I'm pretty content with the decision that if I don't make it, there's some awesome opportunities overseas. Uh, potentially come to Scotland, mate. <laughs> Um, oh, go to France, right. Japan, uh, the UK, Ireland um, and play rugby over there and compete at a high level too.
1: Yeah, I was just going to ask if, if it didn't work out is there any team you would like to sign for? Is there any teams in the world that's catching your eye at the moment?
0: Um, it would be pretty
1: cool to go to
0: like the, one of the big ones um, like Leicester, uh, Leinster, Munster, uh, Glasgow
1: no wrong that.
0: team for Scotland Go to Edinburgh are you Edinburgh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, i've got just i just got a few mates that have um I know Josh McCcour well, I played school, <laughs> at school with them so I guess kind of you want to go to a good side i um, think for, for me i don't if I was to go after next year, I'd only be say 27 or twenty eight so feel as though you're kind of still playing good rugby and you want to still be competing um so that kind of weighs into a little bit then going to Japan. Like, I feel like you go to Japan to increase the longevity of your career. Um, not necessarily now, it's the competition's really good, but um, yeah, for me
1: to go to Europe, I reckon that'd be pretty awesome. Yeah, and you've already said that you're like 53 percent Scottish, so you can come for us. <laughs> yeah, well, it would have
0: to take me five years though because I got no passport, but you not got like a granddad or that from Scotland. No. One, one generation too far away.
1: Oh, ah, yeah. that one. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah, we'd have to wait for a while then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, you dwelled on it there do other know with all the centre pairings potential at Chiefs and the All Blacks. Who is your dream centre partner, past and present? So you've got you and someone.
0: That's a good. That's a really good question, actually. Um, oh, that is tough. I love um I love Samu Krievi and the way he plays. Um, just his skill set and like he's big man. He can use his feet like he's good on his feet, but he can also break tackles and um. It looks like he's got a pretty good distribution game and. Yeah, I can. Um, whether it be twelve or thirteen, playing outside would be pretty fun. Running, running off a shoulder. Um, yeah. That's fair. Yeah, good choice. And your past, my past. Uh, as in someone from the past, or like that I have played with already. No, someone like yeah, someone from the past. Right, oh, mate. Um, Martin Anu. I just always um always grew up watching him play and um. Kind of seen him develop from probably a one-dimensional player to a guy that was just dominating every kind of facet of the game, whether he's putting in tacking kicks or um, beating defenders of his feet or bumping them off or offloads. I um, was pretty impressive to watch. So.
1: Yeah, uh, Matt is an absolute freak of nature. I, I loved watching him as well. There is one name I will throw out there, but it's a bit biased because we have had him on the show and he was a Chiefs man, Richard Kahui. Yeah. I'd love to see that. I would have loved to see that. Yeah.
0: Uh, I, how would the dynamic work? Do you reckon he play outside or play inside?
1: What are you more comfortable in?
0: Well, I, I, I'm probably at the moment just because I've been playing as 13, but um, I always like playing 12 because I feel as though I could, like, put people on the outside and things like that. So, yeah.
1: Well, yeah, well, premier- well, well mm, from what I've seen of you, I'll put you at 12 and I'll put Richie at 13. Yeah. But, if you're picking Mata, you're 13 and Mata's 12. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'd, um, I've um, i actually had, met him a couple of times, Richard Kahui, and, um, talk about Mana, like, um, just, he's just got like an aura about him, eh? like, what he's done. I guess, and for having played for the Chiefs as well, um, he's a bit of a legend back, back in, uh, back home in Hamlin, so, um, That'd be pretty cool. But shame he's
1: played his last game, I think. But... I, I I felt a bit sad when I first read that that he retired. I was like, so glad I finally got to speak to him. Yeah. And after I spoke to him, I was like, like, how did I do? And he was like, I oh, mate, you were fine. I was like, You are aware of who you are though. He's like, I'm just <laughs> he's like, very humble. It was very bizarre. But amazing. Yeah. Amazing.
0: that's an a New Zealand thing,
1: I guess. I try to be humble. Oh, you're, all, you're all amazing. Everyone I've spoke to is just genuinely down to earth. And real. This is like a real interview. None of this. Right, say this, the club wants you, like, none of that. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't like all that PC crap. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah,
0: because there's, al-
1: li- there's only so many times you've had a different question. It's all the same questions, isn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah, well, that's what, that's what I was saying. I was surprised by that one because... They're often always the same ones, yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I I'd, I'd like to stay away from it all and, again, like to get to know the guests. Yeah, yeah. Because if I if I wanted just to, the normal ones, I'd look up an interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Simple <laughs> <laughs> uh, as that, really- right. You won the Mitre 10 with Tasman how important is it to win the Miter ten? Because we don't really have anything like that over here. Like, we do have like the national leagues, yeah, but they're all it's all amateur level. I know that minor Town is special over there.
0: Yeah, I guess how do you how would you how do you kind of say it so people understand? So I guess before um, Super Rugby became a competition, so that was back in nine nine six. It was all just NPC. So that's uh. Sorry, national provincial competition or championship or whatever, whatever we call it. So so that was like Auckland, Canterbury, Wellington. So that was always like for generations, that was the competition. Like you play for the All Blacks and then you play for, you play provincial. Um, and I guess just until recently, kind of, oh, sorry, 25 odd years ago when Super did come in, that's kind of taken over from being like the more professional part of it. But we still, so we do play Super, but then if you don't make the All Blacks, everyone just goes back and plays, uh, minor ten cup. So um, yeah, I guess like it's like more like a of a homely thing. So it's like it's more small town. It's like for for a lot of the boys, it's where they're from or where they grew up. So I guess that kind of more that passion for that region seeps through a little bit more um, rather than kind of a whole group of guys from a massive region coming together. Um, which doesn't mean that super, like, we don't play with the same amount of passion, but, like, that kind of, like, that real homely feeling and um, kind of uh, probably a bit more tight-knit, I'd say. It's quite hard to explain.
1: but yeah. No, I, I think I get what you mean. Um, one of our uh, co-hosts, Harv, big Mitre 10 fan, says it's probably yeah. the most underrated competition in World Rugby. He wants it to be, like, he wants it to be higher than Super Rugby and then use Super Rugby as just like a, a round-off of the season. So, like, Alex did really well for Tasman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets to represent Chiefs for this little block. Yeah. yeah, he wants he wants the NPC to be the main focal point, and then you get in a better player pool as well for selections.
0: I can see how that would be, work really, really well. Um, and that would be pretty awesome. And I know it means, like, Kind of go on the higher honors, like play provincial, go play super, then it all flows in. But um, they did actually talk about, there's lots of chat about different competitions and stuff um, when COVID hit the first time. And that was actually one of them, like mate, NBC the focal point. I'm pretty sure it was, they that the focal point. So all the All Blacks are playing. Um, so the level is just going to get better. Um, and then everything flows on from that. So Maybe one day, it seems like there's a bit of chat around competitions and bloody Australia's pulling out of sub-rugby and whatnot. So we may well see a change in format or something like that in the uh, the near future.
1: So where's Australia
0: going to go then? Well, I don't know. There's just been kind of rumours and I saw something on the media. Maybe they're going to go play with South Africa or just do their own comp and have it like the NRL, so like rugby league. like They just have all the teams in Australia and just really put money into it
1: to go rugby and rugby union in Australia? I'm not actually against that. Now, the second part, the UR, I don't need, we don't need more teams for the URC. I love the URC, the Edinburgh and Glasgow and all that's in with the South African boys. But at what point do you start, that's too much travel?
0: So maybe maybe it is, maybe I got that wrong, maybe it is just um, in Australia.
1: I, like, I do like, the, like an all-Australian league, even like an all-New Zealand league as well. I really like that idea. Because um, rugby union in Australia like struggles.
0: If you haven't been there and experienced like kind of the Australian rules culture and NRL uh, rugby league culture, you don't know how much of a minority rugby union in Australia is to those other sports. So they do need help, like recruiting players and keeping players in rugby union. Um, those-
1: <laughs> excuse
0: me. Because um, all the all the union boys there, or sorry, all the league boys, they most of them play union, like at high school, and then yeah. they get scoped off to
1: play in our So yeah, yeah, that's a strange, as a strange one. But hopefully, however it comes about, it gets it gets sorted. Because yeah, I just want every country to do well uh, in clubs, and then again, you've got a stronger pull for the national team, which grows that as well. So, yeah. Exactly, exactly, mate. This this is a weird fan question. Now, I hope you understand this. This is from underscore Chris underscore Whiteley. Favourite cruiser to Walrus?
0: <laughs> this is my, um, my best mate from school. Ah, Lime, <laughs> <yeah. laughs> Chris. Do you know what cruisers are? No. No, so like, like uh, a cruise is like um, a vodka RTD, ready to drink. Um, and, oh, you can probably understand there's quite a big binge drinking culture in New Zealand. So the boys show off and do tricks where they make the uh, make the liquids spiral and then they do um, two bottles. And that's well, that's what it wore us is, two two bottles at the one time. Oh, because you're ah Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. That's
1: fair. Yeah. So, well, walrus, what, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, what's, so what's your favourite drink for a for a walrus
0: then? Definitely lime. Definitely lime. Just easy goes down, easy is. Not too
1: <laughs> fair, sweet. Fair <laughs> enough. There's another one, and I feel like this person knows you as well. It's from Walkie underscore Finch. Can we be makes nankies? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, not lucky.
0: He's a good man. Um, I thought we were, I thought we were already were mates,
1: but it might, might not be. Right, I'm just going to hammer home with these ones because, yeah, yeah, again, this feels very specific to you as a person. So, Jake Frost six zero seven asks, "Are you truly related to Jimmy James Dawson?" Yes, I am.
0: That is my mum's cousin's son. I don't know who I, I don't know who that is. So Oh no, it's just a person it would just be a person from it's James Dawson is my second cousin. He lives in New Zealand. He's I think he's 16, 17. So probably all just right. be a young kid asking the question,
1: yeah. All right, fair enough. I thought I'd, I thought I'd get all the personal ones out of the way because I was like, these are very, very specific. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um I've lost my train I thought no, just because of all the personal questions. <laughs> ah, there we go. Kyra underscore Smith one asked, who inspired you to start playing? And did you have to work hard to get where you are now? Who inspired me? I think, um,
0: like growing up in Christchurch, <laughs> watching the Crusaders a lot, um, going to games and stuff, was definitely Dan Carter. Um, I reckon he's the GOAT. Um, in terms of like a, all-round player, he would be my best of all time. Um, But he probably inspired me to kind of push myself and he would come into school and stuff and do like skills trainings or just come and be. they'd be training and you'd just watch him and I guess kind of, for me, it was like, I want to be like that guy when I'm older and um, I want to play for the All Blacks and play uh, professional rugby. So um, I would always be, we lived just down the road from uh, where they trained at Rugby Park in Christchurch I lived about two blocks over, so I'd be down in the fields most most weeks kicking or um, with the old man or with my mates. Um, so, yeah, definitely Dan Carter. And then do I have to work hard? Um, I think you always got to work hard. Um, like, if you can, if there's any players that can say they probably might not have had to work hard, I'm not saying that he didn't. It was probably like Rico Iwani or someone that's, just amazingly talented and athletic, but I'm probably pretty lucky. Um, I got pretty good genetics. Like my mum's runs every morning; she does marathon, uh, half marathons, and dad's used to be like Auckland high jump champ and uh, triple jump champ. Um, played a lot of rugby as well, so I used to be do athletics when I was growing up. So that probably helped a little bit. But I was probably wasn't until I, I took it for granted, like the work ethic kind of thing, until I probably left school. Um, I got a contract. First year out of school to play for Tasman, um, and so it kind of handed to me pretty easily. And then I actually realised, like, shit, like I'm not up to up to standard here. Like, probably my skinny's a bit too high. I'm not fit enough. I'm not um, prepared for the speed of the game. Um, I'm not explosive enough. So probably from when I missed out at under twenties, 2016, probably not even up. Probably up until last year, like. Just seen people work that I played with, and then knowing that what I, myself that I'm not there, um, and that I've been given this awesome opportunity, um, they've actually got to um, work bloody hard, um, whether it be in the off season or um, just doing extras, and
1: um, yeah, so yeah, you do have to work really hard. That's yeah, that's fair, and because like like you said, it's not gifted to you, and I do like the fact that Carter was your. Uh, inspiration because big inspiration to mine like that's that's yeah. my son's name because of that <laughs> that's cool. he's a man eh? he is a man he is he is and he's got like a, a little all black jersey that says Carter 10 on it now that was a, like, a we've seen it as a custom jersey but when we ordered it I feel like the all black shop just went that's not that's not a special jersey to make that's quite common <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah 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 potentially <laughs> Probably they just like can, yeah, it'll be, it'll be special to him. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, it's very special. We got it shipped across to, from New Zealand, so because yeah. for some reason you can get adult all box jerseys here, but it was very difficult to get like toddler ones. Oh, yeah, okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Going back to the MITRE 10 quickly, you when you won it, there was a lot of very noticeable names in that team. Could you rattle off some for the UK viewers that might not know exactly who plays where? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Finlay,
0: Christie, Mitch Hunt, um, David Harvey, Will Jordan, uh, left the final Nuku. That, that was pretty much our back line. Fatuli Pai, plays for Tullipai, of the Highlanders, Levi Amoa, um uh, And then we've got Jordan Tofu, Liam Squire, Hugh Roach, who used to play for the Waratahs, won a Super Rugby title, Andrew McAuley, Wyatt Crockett, Tyrell Lomax, uh, Putty Putty Parkinson, uh, Clinton Strange, Sione for the Crusaders. Um, Who else is there? Jeez. I feel like I'm going to embarrass myself if I don't get them all out. Uh, You've been dropped so many already. It's <laughs> yeah, it a crazy team, man.
1: That's that's insane. No wonder you was one, one that's crazy. Yeah, I think
0: the cool thing was though, like, um, a lot of us had been there from 2016, um, and then a few, right oh, and earlier, and then a few had kind of come earlier and then come back, like Geordie Toe So, like, um, it was a pretty, like, Pretty awesome team to be a part of because we had built from twenty sixteen, been to the finals, been to the semis. Like knew we had the um, squad to do it, but we hadn't quite done it. And then guys were kind of coming on the come up, like Lister, uh, Will Jordan, who had probably the last year's breakout year was twenty eighteen. Um, Quentin Strange, like all these kind of young guys that were kind of coming into their own a little bit. So that was pretty. That was pretty cool.
1: Yeah. And I like the fact that you named Finlay Christie because he is Scottish. <laughs> yeah, he's from Aberdeen, mate. No, he's not. He's from Peebles. Oh, he's was born in Aberdeen. Aberdeen. went to school there, I always call him the one that got away. Yeah, well, he, he almost went back. Um, just quietly. Yeah, but he's, a, he's an old black man, so we can't use him. We'll have to wait. <laughs> Oh well, <laughs> he might I, think a, <clears throat> I think that's a bit of anger man was <laughs> like he is Scottish born so he didn't have to wait five years of that and he was on fire for the Blues and everyone over here is like call him up call him yeah, up yeah. and then I don't think we had a tour and the All Blacks did or had a few games so they went Finley Christie I was like damn it <laughs> yeah. yeah. oh well yeah. What could have
0: been like he's I reckon he's um like purely off performance this year, being the best type back in New Zealand, or I believe. So, yeah. So yeah, that's, that's he, fair. He, I've I've known him for a long time. We're all good mates too. And he like just the same like seeing what he
1: put in to see where he got to now is pretty cool to be a part of that. Yeah, so, uh, it does sound amazing. And again, they generally seem very down to earth. Guys. Yeah. you for me, yeah. Now it's time to get to know Alex Nankoville. So this is more just personal questions. This is really nothing to do with rugby. So Sweet. what is your favorite post-match drink? Uh spates. <laughs> it's
0: um spades as a as a beer here. Um, yeah, the
1: Highlanders have it on their
0: jerseys yeah, didn't not? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, we we that's our uh, go to drink in Tezi, uh, Tasman. Uh, the boys love it there. So drunk a few of them over the past seven seasons. I've been there, so they're on their cold spates, mate.
1: Fair enough. And what's your if you're going out on the socials? What's your go to drink, or do you just stick to the spates? Yeah, uh, I'd probably
0: start on this if I was fresh. Like it's hard post game because you finish at like ten thirty pm, so you have got like a short window to get a bit of a glow on, but. Um, yeah, definitely on the spate summits. Uh, there, that's the lighter version of the spates. Um, and then maybe pineapple Malibu, we a few of those, so they're pretty, pretty tasty.
1: Fair enough. And then, what then about half one in the morning, the walrus comes out. Yeah, that's when the walrus comes
0: out. Sometimes (laughs) it comes out, maybe doors when someone, yeah, but yeah, try to save it for a bit later on. Fair enough. Do you have any tattoos? Yeah, I do. I've got um, I've got the Tasman Marco emblem on my right bum, my right bum cheek, and I've got my um, brother who passed away on my left.
1: They're just small; we probably can't see it, but yeah. That's fine. That's, I love that though, especially the placement for the the Tasman logo. But yeah,
0: yeah. it's like a tradition down there. You just it was, just, it was on the meant to be at top of your right hip, like kind of on your moving onto your bum. But yeah. I don't know for some reason I got it more central, and then the boys are getting it all over the show now. So, as long as it's there,
1: fair enough. Yeah, hundred percent. What's your favourite film? Favourite film? That's a
0: good one. I've actually probably um, got onto the Harry Potters. As I've gotten older, um, yeah. probably didn't appreciate them as much when I was uh, when I was a younger kid and like they were coming out when I was growing up, and like just rewatching them back, it um, was pretty cool. So yeah, Harry Potter.
1: Yeah, solid choice. Favorite song and style of music.
0: I'm pretty um, style is pretty broad to be honest. Um, I like the I like Catch a Fire. Like Dad used to. He's the same. Um, used to listen to the Red Hot Chili Peppers and uh, Catch a Fire is like a, a small reggae band in New Zealand um, had like the CDs when we go on road trips you'd plug them in and just would go through the whole whole album so I'd definitely say Catch a Fire um, probably Bounce the song's called Bounce by Catch a Fire um, I don't know if many of your viewers would know them but yeah but I, I'd listen to anything like for the game i listen to drum and bass and that kind of kind of bit of energy stuff um, but yeah, any,
1: anything really. That's, yeah, that's fair enough, and I'll try and give that song a listen. <laughs> if <you> can remember. <laughs> um, strength and conditioning or cardio. Uh, strength and conditioning, hundred percent. Yes. See, we've had this the last few weeks. Everyone's saying cardio nowadays. Nah. See, the thing with me is my um
0: my lower back's like no good. Like my my. Erectus spinus or whatever they're called like the uh, back muscles that run down the bottom yeah they're like way overdeveloped. so they act just like my um stabilizer for my kind of my core area so rather than my core doing it my back does so when i run when i do straight line running my back just spasms like it's it, it's just like i dread going for dirty running blocks because i just get back spasms or just seize up um so that's probably the only reason.
1: No, that's, that's fair. I think I I must have something to do with my. I keep getting back injuries out, out right. of nothing. So yeah. I like like tweaked my back a few week, a few months ago. I was out for six weeks, and it's just happened this week again. Yeah, like, room, sitting, on the cu- cool. sitting on the couch, sharp shooting pain down the left side of my back, and oh. yeah, mm, not fun. Yeah, there's no fun. They're no good, eh? Backs are no good. No. And it's so weird how delicate the back actually is. You don't realise how delicate they are. Yeah, 100%. Favourite hobby away from rugby? That's a good
0: one. I would say I would have seen, uh, golf at the start of the year, but because of my back, um, I haven't really played too much, to be honest. I, I love going to the cafe and I having um, coffee and pretty much just chilling out. Um, playing a few cards and whatnot. Uh, but not too much, eh? I've tried to, like... That last year, I was doing, like, of was studying stuff with my rugby, but then it kind of got a bit too much. So but this year, it's just been nice to come home from training and just chill out and hang out with mates. Yeah, a nice. feed. What well, where are you studying? I was studying uh, finance. Oh, fair enough.
1: Yeah,
0: but got to... Um, probably pushed it too far in depth that I don't really want to know necessarily the detail. I just wanna know the interpretation of
1: it. So that's that's fair. What was your worst subject at school? Probably science. Sciences,
0: uh physics or chemistry. not really, oh, really I, don't like them. I was always good at math. I was really good at maths. Like um did calculus and um, got pretty good grades and then P E as well, but Oh no! Actually, English can't 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 write like just attention. Like my attention span. If I'm reading a book, mm. like I'll just start thinking about something else. So I was never yeah.
1: able to like read and then write down stuff like that. See, I got in trouble uh, for maths because my teacher always wanted us to write like show our workings out. Yeah, I couldn't show you how I got the answer, but I knew the answer. Oh yeah, yeah. Was it, is that because uh, you use the calculator? <laughs> no, 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 no. I was really good at just mental maths. Like they oh, put a yeah. sum up and I could read it and be like, the answer's nine. And they're like, how did you know the answer's nine? Like, I don't know. I I just know it's nine. I can't tell you how I know it. I just know it. So my grades yeah. stuff because you have to show your working. Yeah, I guess that was
0: me. Like me in English, like I can, it is I could explain something quite well, but I can't write it down. Hmm. and the way they want you to write it anyway but like with me with me with maths I love like the process of like doing every step
1: and then writing it down and to nah, get the answer no nah, I didn't like it I, I tried I tried to do it like, like, I obviously know how it works yeah yeah and then as soon as I went like this with a bit of pen and paper I was like I don't know I don't know how to explain how I got the answer I just know the answer you're a <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> what's your worst pet peeve um
0: when people burp eh like like out loud yeah i
1: don't
0: know, I don't know why like it's i don't find farting an issue or anything but for some reason when you burp like it feels like you can just kind of like when i burp i try and burp like in my mouth and then mm-hmm. so it's not like an, um effect on anyone else but just people that
1: burp out loud yeah, that's yeah, that's fair. It can be pretty annoying. Yeah. Smokers, smokers that blow it in your face. Like they, say like they hold it until you're in line with them, and then they <laughs> blow it out. That yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I hate that. Yeah, I can't. I don't really spend too much time around people that's like smoke cigarettes. Um. So. Yeah, but I know. I know what you mean. Yeah. The smells like, you know...
1: Cats or dogs. Dogs. Sunrise or sunset? Uh, sunset. Hmm.
0: Work hard or play hard. Like you know, don't like getting up in the morning. Eh?
1: Uh, yeah, fair. I'm the same.
0: was that? Work hard, play hard. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, play hard.
1: Favorite pizza topping?
0: Uh, cheese. Just cheese or uh, tomato base, pepperoni yeah. and cheese. <laughs> oh,
1: pepperoni, okay, fair enough. Yeah, pepperoni does, pepperoni. Pi- does pineapple belong on pizza? Yeah, I reckon. No,
0: <laughs> Alex, you were doing so well. <laughs> we're in New Zealand, remember, mate? I right, well, because we have like a Hawaiian pizza over here, and it's like, yeah. that's like the staple birthday parties growing up. When you got Pizza Hut, you'll get and meat lovers and Hawaiian pizza and then you'd all share it, you know? Delicious.
1: We've got Hawaiian over here. No, just don't do that. <laughs> Actually, there's there's another one. I've discovered this a few weeks ago. Do you put pineapple on hamburgers? Um
0: I wouldn't personally order a burger with a pineapple in it, but yes, I've seen burgers over here with pineapple in them. Yeah. Oh <laughs> no.
1: It's not to me. It's
0: not up to, it's, me. It's a lot
1: to me. Yeah, no, it's, just, it's just so weird. I got told about it yeah. and it's, it hasn't fully sunk in with my brain yet because it, it's just never even thought of over here. So, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, sorry, mate. <laughs> that's, that's, that's all good. F- final question Tasman or Chiefs? Oh, that's a tough yeah. <laughs>
0: Um, I don't know I, I'll probably have to say Tasman purely because um, I've spent a lot of my rugby development there like I went there when I was 18 as a guy like well I look back today and be like holy heck he's out of his depth to probably someone that um, has changed a lot matured a lot and growing up as a rugby player and as a person it's kind of the first time we get got there so um, I guess a lot, and a lot of the people there have had the same influence in terms of that development in my life. Like a lot of my really good mates are there um, that we've spent playing seven, eight years uh, of minor ten cup together. Um, whereas like, I only went to the Chiefs a bit later, and then kind of the whole lot of guys moved out that year
1: um, and whatnot. So yeah, yeah, no, that's that's fair and. Usually people try to avoid uh, this team or that team, but now you you jump straight in and yeah you've absolutely crushed it. Hey, thanks,
0: mate. Well, you've you've asked me the question, so I feel as though I've got to give you the an answer.
1: No, it's fair. It's just I just write them down. You you could you could be very bland and just be like, like what got you rugby, my dad, and then like move on <laughs> next, and then nothing. I like I like the stories though, so thank you for that. And hopefully we will get to see you. And the famous Maori Jersey when Ireland are over in a few weeks. Fingers crossed. Um, we're going to camp tomorrow actually, so
0: I'm actually really looking forward to it. but I'm still a bit crook from our do though we had after I lost the crusaders, but I mean um a few Panadol and some nasal spray will get me through for the first few days so I can recover a bit, but, but no, I'm looking forward to it. You mean
1: these crusaders? Sorry, I had to Yeah, those <laughs> ones mate. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we'll we'll, we'll sign off on that, Alex. Honestly, thank you so much for coming on. It's been an absolute blast getting to chat with you, and all the best for the remainder of your season. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be on. You had yeah. a good laugh a bit, so thanks for having me on. Yeah, it's been class. This has been the final whistle with Alex Nankaville. We'll see you next time.